The Ebed poured a place of wine for his master. The Shofach wrote Ketan up on it, and he spilled, or he poured a Ketan, a basin, on his face. Now the question is, Who poured to whom? It could mean that the Ebed, who was serving his master a goblet of wine, was careless, and instead of serving his master the wine, he poured it on the master's face. Which means that it's a, when it rains, it's a sign that our service is not good, that our avoider is not good. With our service sitting in the sukkah, that's the wine we're serving our master. And when he pours, when he makes it rain, it's like we poured the wine on his face. It means it shows that our sitting in the sukkah was no good. Or no. It could be our sitting in the sukkah was an acceptable service. Only... Akadish Baruch who is displeased for something else, not because of the way we serve him in the sukkah, for some other purpose. And he poured water on our face. So here comes this servant with a bottle, with a cup of wine for his master, and the master takes a basin of water and dashes it in the face of his servant. Not because he didn't like the way the servant was, was serving the wine. He had some previous grudge against the servant. So that's the question here. He boiled the question, he shuffled, and who poured on whom? Did the Ebed pour the wine on his master? And it's because our service is not good. It's a clumsy service, a careless service. And therefore, I call this border for Mediterranean. Or is it because of some previous thing that we did that I call this border who poured on our face the Ketan Shalmayim? Not because the service of the wine was not good. Say inside and understand that. The Kanye will learn. Shafach The Bryce explains that the master poured the kitten on the face of the servant. The Yomalai said, I am unwilling that you should serve me. So we see, it's not because of any flaw in the way we sit in the sutta. It's because of some previous thing that it rained. <coughs> So when it rains, sukkah's night, left the last sukkah's night, it rained. So we are supposed to think that's the something in our maizim, that not just in our individual maizim, in our public maizim and our general maizim, because it didn't rain for us alone. It's rained for the whole cloud. So we have to be mitzvahs with maizim. Maybe we're letting things go, letting the cloud yourself slip further and further into the abyss. We're not trying to bring back the army Israel to Torah. We're not speaking up for moral values. Maybe the whole plow soil has to be held by us, not just individuals. It didn't rain for just one person. And that's how we're supposed to think when it rains on circus. Especially the first night when we're deprived of that big mitzvah, a mitzvah dies. Say that piece. Now, you see, the Mishnah is very brief. The Mishnah is terse. The Mishnah even spares words. And here the Mishnah went out of its way to teach us this lesson. So it means it's an important thing that it should be considered. It should be practiced by Jews when it rains. They shouldn't just say there's a Mishnah that says that in the Yetzel. 
But otherwise, the Mishnah wouldn't spend time telling us, I got this and those. So the Mishnah considers it important enough. That's how we have to think. And so, when we're looking through the window the first night of Sukkot, and we see that it's raining, we're supposed to spend some time on this kind of makshavah. Of signs and omens from nature. When the sun is being smitten, it means when there's an eclipse of the sun. Whether it's a total, even partial eclipse, we'll soon see. It's a for the whole world. What is it like? He made a banquet for his avodim. And he put a lamp before them to make it light. If he was angry at them for some reason, they told his servant, take away the lamp. Let them sit in darkness. And therefore, when the sun is eclipsed, or even t- partially eclipsed, that's what it means. Now the question arises, the sun's eclipse happens according through mathematical calculations. It's not a thing that happens casually. And the answer is, But that's what our Kodesh wants us to think when we see an eclipse of the sun, that this is to give us a, a chesben on ethics. It's a time, just like Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is not an accident. Yom Kippur comes with mathematical precision. And still, we're the Yom Kippur to do Judah. And that's our Yom Kippur. The eclipse of the sun it's supposed to be a signal, not merely the idea there's an eclipse last night, or uh, the moon, or eclipse of the sun. That's not the way to deal with it, the Gemara says. You have to take it to heart and spend some time, at least one minute to be Mekhaim the Gemara, or Mephaspech Bemaisa. Tanya now, Tanya will learn, Rabbi Meir, Meir, Kozman Shemir, When the luminaries are smitten, some say it means luminaries, the moon and the stars. I don't know how stars can be smitten, I don't know. There's no eclipse of the stars. Semen, so it probably doesn't mean the stars. Semen, the same day, and Michel Yisrael. He means this to the Jews. Jews are accustomed to being hit. Why are Jews accustomed to being hit? Moshe was safer. Shebola based on safer. A sefer, a rebbe of a class, comes into the classroom of his cheder, or a two of the other, and he's carrying a strap with him. Me who worries? Me sherogil il tesbechol yemiyom. The one who is accustomed to get hit every day, he's the one who worries. And the army Israel is the one that worries most, because according to the Lord says, I loved you more than all the nations, therefore... It's like a rabbit who sees in the cheder that one fellow has no head and there's no hope of his learning. No use hitting him. It's a waste of hits. But there's a good boy who could learn better, but a little bit lazy. So the rabbi applies a strap to him as an impetus to make him learn better. So therefore, only the good ones are urged to become better. The bad ones are let alone until finally they're destroyed entirely. The nations are let alone, and finally, according to the this was. It's like we see somebody going with soap and water in a brush. He's not going to the city dump. You don't try to clean up the city dump. He's going to clean up some house, where there's some hope of getting it clean. So the nations, there's no hope of cleaning them up. 
And so they're allowed to fester until finally they're all wiped out and destroyed at once. That's why Rome is destroyed entirely and Babylon is destroyed entirely. And all the old nations are destroyed entirely, one, one after the other. But the cloud of Israel remains forever only. They are being sanitized from time to time. And that's why they're the ones who have to worry when they see troubles on the world. So there's an earthquake, 6 o'clock on Thursday morning. Everybody should think it's because of us. Say that inside. Right, uh, so far, one scientist has told me that binary stars eclipse each other for short periods, binary stars. And three scientists told me there's occlusion. Sometimes this, the moon uh, makes an occlusion at, and it closes out the stars. You can't see them for a while because of the moon. So we'll go back and justify it in the caution and said there's an eclipse of stars too. <laughs>